Hi and welcome to Karate Over Coffee. My name is Shane McMahon and I'm your host. This is a podcast dedicated to my experiences in karate. I started karate as soon as I could walk. My parents owned a full-time dojo, so I literally grew up in the dojo as our house was on top. I've lived and breathed karate my whole life and have trained with some really amazing sensei, competed for my country, and have learned so much about the evolution and history of karate. And I'm here to share my experiences and learn. Enjoy. And then within the last, okay, let's say 15 years, there have been kind of a revolution to make your karate functional and to make all three of those elements more integrated. Like that's probably yeah. the biggest change on a, on kind of like on a technical level or like on terms of like uh, teaching yeah. or pedagogy. I think that's the biggest one. Uh, and that's a good thing. Um, yeah. I do think sometimes the pendulum has swung a little too far, uh, but I think it's kind of correcting and coming back. You mean, you mean the emphasis on bunkai? The overemphasis on... Yeah, the overemphasis, on, yeah. The overemphasis on your karate having to be, well, this is maybe going to come out wrong, but everything has to be practical mm-hmm. and usable and for self-defense, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of missing part of the... Yeah. part of the process Some, and the meaning of what karate is about yeah sometimes a block is just a block yeah and then also you're kind of missing on the kind of like the more the kind of the philosophical aspect because it is we always kind of chop it off but it is karate do right mm. it's like judo kendo jukendo right that pass that philosophical pass that we kind of do the introspection and kind of walking yeah so you don't want to kind of chuck that out and I think people can become a little bit too myoptic yeah. um, in their pursuit of functionality. Mm. Yeah, I really, uh, I don't like the term functional karate or practical karate. Practical karate, I it's, don't like. It's huge, like, but like, yeah, that is just what karate is. Like, yeah, no, like, I agree. It's like saying karate, karate. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. And I, I would say the other thing that I've noticed very much so in the last also 15 years is the um, increasing karate tourism, especially yeah. to Okinawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially to Okinawa. Uh, and part of that is also because you have a strong local prefectural government in Okinawa pushing um, mm-hmm. to attract um, overseas um, karateka for, you know, soft power instruction and 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 tourism dollars yeah well to be fair right. and okinawa, it's both good and bad yeah i mean okinawa doesn't really have apart from scuba diving um there's not this tourism isn't a huge part huge part of um, domestically it's not bad um, but they've been really pushing for the international for especially for the karate aspect right yeah. and Okinawa is still the poorest prefecture in all of Japan, right? Yeah. And it is the highest, highest rates of child poverty. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So it's not that they, you know, it, it, so that influx of dollars is, is good and it's important and it hopefully will benefit people. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's also a trade off, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so do, do you think, uh, well, when you went to Okinawa in 88, compared mm-hmm. to Okinawa in today, what do you see? 
where do you see a difference in, in what it's in unrecognizable what? i went in 88 and i think the last time i was there was 2016 17 i think mm -hmm. and just you know there's been a real build up in the infrastructure you know definitely the government is spending money um they have the karate kaiken now too yeah the karate kaiken they have the karate, uh, the new museum and demonstration center in Tomigosuku, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, they have the old Budokan, right? Yeah. But that's always been there. It's been there since the 90s. Um, and just, just the number of um, non-U.S. military um, overseas people has just dramatically increased. Yeah. What about in, um, in karate itself? I don't know, uh, to be honest, because um, the last couple of times I've gone to Okinawa, I did not really train. I mostly just went for research, um, visiting museums and libraries and talking to a few people, but I didn't really practice. I think the last time I trained when I was in Okinawa was 2010. Okay. Uh, so it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, the quality of instruction was still excellent, um, um, but I couldn't really comment in the last, like what's going on in the last five or six years in terms of that. Uh, other smarter people could say something. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe they couldn't. Um, so what have you got coming up? Uh, I know you, like, you, you've written, written a, how many books have, have a you? A bunch of books. Yeah, four or five now, six, twelve. Well, I don't write them, I translate them. So I get out my crayon and I scribble on the, on a page and- Which is probably, and, uh, probably a long, longer because you have to translate and then you have to look at the context <laughs> of the, how it was written. Yeah, and I run out of paper and crayons fast. Yeah, <laughs> probably easy just to- pin um, Yeah, so what am I doing? So probably what I'm thinking of translating next is, as you guys here, I actually brought it with me, is this one. Okay, yep. So this is Karate Kenkyu, right? Yep. So the study of Karate. So it, this was actually, it's put into book form because it's been reprinted, right? Yeah. Um, is it? It was actually originally supposed to be a magazine. And is it was it, published uh, in uh, 38. Uh, well, it had a whole bunch of people contributing to it. So it was like the big driver was Nakasone Genma, right? Because he was running a publishing company at the time. And he's the guy who helped Mabuni publish all his books, right? Mm -hmm. That I translated. So he envisioned doing like a, like a, a magazine format for back in the time to kind of help karate kind of become popularized and spread information. Yep. And so uh, he did one issue and it just never got off the ground. They just ran out of money. And then uh, now I'm thinking of actually translating it. So I had translated some of it yeah. and put it into this one because Mabuni had written some articles in it. So, okay. so I translated them and put them in the back. And then now I'm thinking I should translate this because you know, you got an article by Motobu Choki. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Right? So he's talking about Naifanchi and Chanan Kata and that kind of fun stuff. Parts, parts of it have been translated already, but not the whole thing, right? Mm. Or, you know, here's one about uh, Chibana 
Fusan Ku, right? So anyway, so that's probably what's going to be on the back burner. Or sorry, not on the back burner. What's going to be up next? Okay. And where, where would we purchase it from? Your, your website? Uh, so there's a link in my website. If you just go to mariamckenna.com, you can just click on that. Okay, I'll, so, I'll put a link. But this one's it. not there yet. I'm still uh, working on it. I'll, I'll give you my address. I'll, uh, you can, yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you the Japanese if you want to labor through it. Oh, I'd have to get my wife to do that, mate. It's, uh, it could be, yeah, pre-war, the kanji is before, like, the mod they're modernized, right? So sometimes it's, like, yeah, a little bit challenging, a lot yeah. challenging, actually. How do you, how do you go with, with that sort of context when you're when you're trying to translate it? So the first thing I do is, um, although like it's here, like I'll, I'll literally transcribe it. I'll sit down on my laptop and I'll rewrite the entire text. Okay. And then as I write, I do like a rough translation and then start making notes. So that, so and then anything that's not, pardon, go ahead. That the kanji that's written in here, mm -hmm. is that older style? Yeah, so they'll use like um, older style kanji or they'll even like nowadays um, people don't write it in kanji anymore. They'll just write it in the, in the script in hiragana. Okay. Right? Yeah. And um, but in, back in the day, they wrote it in a character and you're like, the good thing though about these old books is it's too hard. To, it's too small to see. But besides the characters, they have the small script. To show you how to read it, right? Okay, yeah. So even if you're not a hundred percent sure what the character is, you're like, well, I think it's this one, right? And you know the pronunciation, then you can go and look it up, mm. double check it. Okay. Right? But I remember, in, especially when I first started, when I was living in Japan and doing uh, an overview of karate, that big encyclopedia, mm. I would sit down with Kandaki Sensei and I'd have notes about old characters. I'm like, okay, I, I know what this. How to read this and i think it means this but i'm not getting the context so i had to sit down and chat with them so i miss i miss that about it i can do that with my wife but you know she gets kind of annoyed after a while yeah 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 i know yeah so like, I'm, I'm trying to watch this yeah yeah like i don't know and then i think i've mentioned this maybe before but she'll uh she'll always joke and say who wrote this? This is terrible. Like this yeah. is like the worst writing ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, there's no style to this. We're karate guys. We're not writers. No, they're not writers. Although Nakasone is not a bad writer. He's not great, but he's not bad compared to some of them. Well, you know, the uh, part of the reason actually I started the podcast was because I'm I'm not a great writer, and I just don't have the patience to sit there and write write something out. And I thought, oh, okay. It's just easy for me to talk about it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just it's more my style. That you got a gift to the gab, right? It must be that McMahon blood. <laughs> uh, probably selling cars for many years, mate. But yeah, uh, yeah, my, my dad is the same. Uh, he, but he was more. He's more of a writer than I am. I mean, that's why he he started that. Um, oh, research. right, right. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, this this was yeah uh, in the late nineties late 90s early 2000s it was a this is when the internet was was uh yeah infancy. Infancy, yeah and what was like a, a google was it pdf um research paper yeah 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 
and uh, I mean, it, like even then, it was a lot of it was emailing back and forth, back and forth with all different people, and then trying to put it all together and make it coherent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like I, I still have have a lot of those research on my hard drive somewhere. I think I have them. I think I have a couple of them too. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where yeah that's where where my dad started talking to you and becoming friends. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember. And then uh, yeah, yourself, uh, Joe Swift. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember. Um, and there was a couple of forums. Karate forums were huge back then too. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, what was it? It was um, Twenty Four Fighting Chickens. 24 fighting chicken yahoo there was a couple of yahoo groups yeah, yahoo mail like yahoo mail that's what it was yeah not or something not or Google. something like that I, yeah 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 uh, so, they're, they're dead now though but uh yeah i think facebook and all the other social media twitter they've just kind of eaten them to pieces yeah yeah right there's facebook, nothing left yeah and you're you have retired from facebook instagram I don't have anything. I just kind of gave up social media about six years ago and just walked away from it. Even your own blog? Even my own blog. I, I shut it down and then when COVID started, I started writing again just because I thought oh, maybe people want to read it and I got time. But now I've shut it down again for the most part. Yeah. Um, I'm done. So there's a lot of useful you know, info on there. I used to read it. There is, but there's also a lot of good books and a lot of other really good researchers and, you know, a lot of younger people coming up and they got you know they have good, some good insights um there's some fantastic youtube channels um you know some in english some in japanese um some good blogs right some good facebook groups but you know i i don't think i have a voice that is nothing i really want to contribute anymore well i, I think the the facebook groups are all they're just repeating the same the same information yeah from five years ago ten years ago uh mm. like i i think i'm only on maybe one or two facebook groups now so where where can we find you now uh no you can find me on my website www.mariamckenna.com that's where i kind of still have a bit of a presence on the web yep. um yeah you can find me there otherwise otherwise uh quick uh travel to vancouver yeah, well, if you ever come out, give me a shout, man. Yeah, uh, my Happy wife to would love you. to go. Or we might see you, you in Japan. Who knows? So we, You never know. We've it booked, all depends on how Japan lifts their restrictions. Well, we've already booked flights. Um, we'll be there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we're going to Korea to see her family anyway. Uh, first and foremost, because mm -hmm. we haven't seen them for, yeah, what is it now? Almost three years, three and a half years. Yeah, um, yeah, that's tough. That's so, right. um, so yeah, my, my son will see his grandparents and maybe the first time he kind of really can interact with them uh, mm -hmm. as an eight year old rather than a four year old. Yeah. So he'll, yeah. he'll be, he'll be almost nine by then. So, uh, but wow. yeah, so, so we're um, 10 days, 10 days in Japan. Um, oh, good. So go to see Matani sensei for five days and then mm -hmm. go to Osaka for a holiday, holiday for the holiday. <laughs> That's all right. So actually, I have uh, two friends in Osaka, um, but my wife said no, no karate. I said okay, no, no, no worries. Yeah, it'll it'll be the, the next day, and I'll be I'll be like, 
I'm just going to go and meet a friend of mine for yeah, for a coffee. For coffee. I'll be back in eight hours with bruises. <laughs> so anyway, mate, That's look, good. thank you very much for coming on. Uh, we should yep. do, definitely do it again. And maybe maybe we can talk about just karate in general rather than specifically. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll just talk about some regular stuff. Yeah, yeah regular. Anything. Yeah. Oh, rugby league or? Uh, yeah. Hockey. Hockey. Oh, <laughs> I'd have to do a bit of research. Come on, Stanley Cup finals. Okay, who's in who's in the who's in the Stanley Cup finals? Uh, well, right now for Canada, they're, they're battling it out between Calgary and Edmonton to see who's going to fight, uh, who's going to play the U.S. team, which I can't remember which one it is. Oh, is that what the Stanley Stanley Cup is? Canada versus U.S. No, no, no. So it's all the teams do like Canada and U.S. It's you know. Okay. Yeah. But right now, like um, the two kind of final teams within Canada that are battling it out is the Edmonton and Calgary. So. Okay. All right. So it will be a Canada versus U.S. final. I hope so. Okay. I really hope so. That'd be cool. So the Stanley Cup, that's one with a massive trophy, right? Like the, yeah. you, you oh, need five people yeah. to hold it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. And what, are, what about uh, in 20 years' time? What are they going to do with it? What do you mean in 20 years' time? How can, how, how can, look at the size of that trophy and in 20 years, oh. you need a forklift to hold that thing. Oh, nah. It's only, you know, I, no one guy can lift it. You just, you know, you've got to be really strong and hold it. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Well, they play hockey, so uh, save, save some money on their teeth. Yeah. But maybe next time uh, we'll drag Joe in or something or someone else. Maybe yeah, we'll yeah. drag him in for a conversation. Well, we'd have to prepare, be like a half an hour talk for him to get into speaking English. And then. That's okay. I just give him a slap. Well, I, I tell you what, uh, last time we were. I was talking to Joe. Um, he had a couple of beers next to him, and he f he forgot to drink them. So, I, like, because I was drinking my beer, because it's only an hour difference, Brisbane. Oh, and right, Brisbane. right, right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this was this was during COVID when like everything, the whole world shut down. Yeah. And uh, I mean, everybody became a, a slight alcoholic at that time. But um, mm -hmm. so Joe sitting there with a bag with beers, and uh, <laughs> and he just. He just kept talking and forgot about drinking. So nice, I love it. I love it. Un, un, unlike Joe, but um, but yeah, look. Um, so I'll. Right. Uh, you got to go teach. Yeah, I'll, I'll go and put the links up uh, for your website as well. And uh, and can people purchase your books through your website or? Yeah, yeah you just click on the link in there. It'll take it to them. Cool. All right. Alrighty. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Talk soon, man. All right. Thank you for listening to Karate Over Coffee. And if you're enjoying the podcast and in getting something out of the episodes, there are a few things you can do to help us. If you don't already subscribe to us on YouTube, please do so. We release these episodes every Friday morning, Australian time. Plus, we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our YouTube channel and our Facebook community group. You can also subscribe to us on our Apple or Spotify Leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well. If you have any suggestions or topics or feedback or anything that you want to talk about, please put it in our comment section on our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group. If you'd like to support us, please visit our online shop where we have official Karate Over Coffee shirts, hoodies and mugs available. Your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward. 
Thanks, guys.